This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. My corn appears to be off to a great start. Here in northwest Iowa, we were blessed with some soaking spring rains that have recharged our subsoil moisture levels. In fact, our soybean planting was delayed because of wet soils. Tiles are running. My corn went in in early May while my soybeans were planted this week, a month later than a year ago. They were planted before corn in 2022 and suffered frost damage. Frost has stayed further north this year. Farmers who got soaking rains after planting in the northeast corn belt were reportedly digging out rotary hose stored in the back of sheds as dealers sold out of new ones. My experience with that is that if you have an old rotary hoe, use the opportunity to sell it to someone else as they have a little impact on concrete. I have never had good results from hoeing hard compacted soils. Pray for another rain. The NOAA drought math expanded slightly last week with 26% of corn under drought conditions. Very dry conditions still exist in western Iowa and Nebraska, with drought actually coming back in northeast Missouri and Illinois. Basis the hot-dry forecast for the first half of June, the drought monitor area should expand further. Climate scientist Eric Snodgrass currently thinks that rains will return in the second half of June. That fits with my technical look for the generic Elliott Wave chart for the Zabrelli being a fourth wave correction. This rally needs to be used to sweep the bins of old crop. Our basis is 83 cents over Chicago here. July corn has potential to cover the May expiration at 623. The commercials will switch to bidding off September soon with another adjustment in basis next month. Our cash market has never gotten very far above $7 here and time is running out for old crop if it rains in July and drought concerns melt again. Poor export performance has been the primary drag on the grain markets during their recent slide lower. Corn prices have felt the weight of several Chinese cancellations. Soybean demand has stalled out against competition from Brazil. And wheat exports have been underpriced by much cheaper offers out of Russia and Europe. One could argue that the export negativity has been fully priced into the market. The recent break from the middle of April to recent lows took a dollar out of nearby corn futures, almost $2 off July soybeans, and about $1.20 away from July Chicago wheat. R.J. O'Brien stated in their recent weekly grain export sales recap, that for corn, it appears more likely that USDA just lowered 1.775 billion bushel export projection is still in need of further downside revision. Total old crop corn sales commitments are tracking down 36% from last year versus the USDA projection for them to drop 28%. Fortunately, Mexico and Japan are still showing up as strong buyers of U.S. corn. Chinese importers have been canceling recent purchases, not making new ones, but they've also been taking in large shipments of corn bought earlier in the year. The soybean export target is at risk of receiving further cuts, while current commitments are down 14% from last year versus a projected fall of just 7%. Soybean exports are currently outperforming the rest of the grain market after 341,000 metric tons were sold last week, compared to about 55,000 needed per week to meet the USDA's target for the marketing year. Last week was the worst one of the marketing year for wheat exports, with a report that tallied net sales cancellations of almost 2 million bushel. The update comes after recent reports of wheat imports purchased into the southeast United States. 
There were also news circulating about how China has built a massive stockpile of wheat with help from a large domestic harvest, with sheep imports from a record large crop in Australia. Some blame China's poor corn import demand on feed substitution of wheat in rations. U.S. wheat exports are not likely to improve until Russian wheat prices move higher. The extension of the Black Sea export deal largely serves to facilitate the Russian wheat trade, since Russian inspectors are disrupting shipments of Ukraine grain through the shipping channel, forcing the majority of Ukrainian exports to move through land ports along with the western borders. Smaller Russian wheat output from the next harvest could put a bottom under prices as current projections call for a drop of 10% or more following last season's record high production total. If prices are to have upside potential from here, it will likely require that the worst is already over in terms of the various export influences involving China, South America, Russia, and Ukraine. USDA estimates for corn and soybean production in Argentina should still go much lower following historic drought for that country this season. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.